Hey, I'm BT uh, from Tales from a Gemini, and this is my guest. Sarah Pop-Tarts or Sarah Huntington. <laughs> She's a female comic here in Indy, and we're going to get down to the big questions here is, am I creepy? Was I ever creepy? And did I ever hit on her? Check out this podcast and find out. And make sure you put the time up too, bud. Thank you. You want me to do the time? Yeah, please do the time, please. Are you sure? Yeah, please. Thank you, please. Yep. Could you do the time, please? I think I'll do the time. I don't see the time. I think he wants the time. time. We're not going to watch ourselves either? We're not going to watch ourselves either? I might do the time. (laughs) We're not going to watch ourselves? Hey, it's BT with Tales from a Gemini. I have, I want to say, it's hard to say Indy's hottest because it sounds like it's, it's, uh, it's localizing her. Uh, fellow comedian, and I want to start off by saying, um, you think I'm creepy? <laughs> <laughs> we're getting into this. We're, we're, we're gonna roast you. We're starting right off. We're starting. Hey, hey, this is Hagler Hearns you, first round. You I, want me to hurt your feelings? No. Do you think Two I'm creepy? In yes. To your own podcast. <laughs> do you think I'm creepy? You think I'm creepy? No, I don't think you're creepy. I, I, okay. No, I don't think you're creepy. No, seriously, tell Can me I tell you something though. Please, please, uh, please. Do. You're the first person I ever did comedy with. The first time I ever got paid. Oh, is it? I going? told you that, didn't I? I told you. I did. Remember? I said that. I said it today. First to person, uh, Ike put me on your show. He let me have a guest spot. I invited every single person I knew. Yep. I had been doing comedy for like three months at the time. So nobody knew who I was, especially you, because you were like way above me at the time. And I walk in and I'm like, you know, so ready to like tell my jokes and I have nothing to talk about yet, but I'm going to. And you're like, kind of like hitting on me. And then you were like, <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. And then... <laughs> You gotta give me like a line that he said if you have I don't remember. It was it was like four years ago now. And so you like are kind of hitting on me. And then finally you go, kinda. anyway, what's your name? And I was like, I'm Sarah. I'm actually your opener tonight. And you went, oh, I can't hit on you anymore. I'm so sorry. Sorry about that. Uh, what? Okay. Uh, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you for being here. And then just kind of like. So I didn't know you were working and I just hit on you. You hit on me as a, as a person. And then once you realized I was a comedian, you stopped. So are you creepy in general? Maybe, but to comedians, <laughs> no. <laughs> That's the greatest. Are you a creepy in general? Maybe. It could be, but as a comedian, no. No. That's, I'm glad, you know what's funny? I swear to God, for some reason, I just feel whenever you're around, you know what happened? It was a one night, I think it was a helium. Uh, uh, you did a ride home. I said, I give you a ride home. He said, okay. So did we go to Toppers first? Yeah. We went to Toppers first, okay? And so on the way back, we were talking. I said, I think I said you got a boyfriend. He goes, Yeah, he's a DJ. Which I think, I think women. <laughs> which is true. I think women having a, a, a boyfriend as a DJ. It's like dudes having a stripper girlfriend. We have to go through that stage in life. It is. Isn't it? Yes, it's a core moment. It is. Women. That have everyone has to go through the the, the the boyfriend who's the DJ, and men have the oh she's a stripper man I'm dating a stripper, and then you go through that phase and you're good. Yeah, and you go both of them. You go and watch. Yes. And both of them, it's like never like the best one on the stage. You're just like, <laughs> yeah, that's that's my man. Or like that's my girl, but it's always the one that's like kind of like the B level one. But you support them because you love them. The one that works at weddings and shit. Yeah, like at a VFW. And like the stripper that, like you know, she's doing like the lunchtime buffet (laughs) shift. Like that's the ones that you're like normally dating that you're like, and you go through that, and then you you grow as a person. And you make sure you strap up like man. I I make sure she having my kid. Yeah. Oh, strap up like that. I thought you meant wear a strap on. No, 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 no. Yeah, either way, you can do that. DJs and strippers, (laughs) they'll let you use a strap on. So. Well, listen, the reason I said creepy was because that night I was driving you home. I said, I remember you saying you had a DJ. Uh, I said, do you have a boyfriend? Yeah, he's a DJ. And then for some reason, I just didn't, I I didn't say anything. And then you go, and now you're quiet. 
Remember? And I go, and, then, and I, I know what to say. And then, so then we get to in front of her place and she gets out. And to make it more creepier, and this is how, it's how I've always been. When somebody gets out of your truck, I mean, get, you know, to go to their house, you wait to see they get in okay. Mm-hmm. So make it even worse, when she gets out, I just waited like till she got inside. So I'm sure she was thinking, this guy's fucking creepy. Has and, this been on your mind yes, for four I, years? I swear to you God. You said, yeah. you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to bring her on this podcast to make sure I wasn't creepy to her four years ago. You could have asked me. We've like hung out since then. No, no, because, okay, <laughs> But even more because, okay, so then like I'll see you at at Helium, right? And then I remember it was me, you, and you know, all the comments in the back, and then Alex Price, and the conversation was about something that was kind of sexual. And I was like, you know what? I don't feel comfortable saying uh, talking about this with you know this the way the way the every the era is now with, with the you know, girl in the room with the Me Too shit and all that. Mm-hmm. Shit. And I was like, eh. And every time something happened, I'll say something. You always look at me, but you don't reply, which makes him feel like, okay, I creep her out. So I don't say, but I no, feel- No, sometimes you just talk too fast. I have to like think for a good, like, I, I'm like processing it. I'm like, okay. Are you autistic? No, you're not autistic. <laughs> you're, don't, don't act like you're autistic. Like, okay, what did he say? I have to process it. I, you're no, not, you're you, not on the you, spectrum. You talk really fast. But you're not on the spectrum. So you I do understand. So. But you But you look at me like- Easy fuck quick. I remember last time I went to, I saw you do a set at here and I, and I go, Oh, I think a good joke would be blah, blah. So I go, Hey, you know what? That one joke you do. And I said, you might want to say this line right here. And you just looked at me and didn't say nothing. I go, you know what? I'm fucking done with well, her. Maybe it was a bad tagline. But you, but you didn't say it. It may have been, but you should have said it. Well, I didn't want to hurt your feelings. I was probably like, I'll never use that, but thank you. So I was like, but you didn't say, didn't shit. say And you just looked at me like, like, like you're artistic. You looked at me like, and then you just went back your way. I go, you know what? I'm fucking done with her. You know what? My boss tells me that I do that at work a lot. He said, sometimes you'll just stare at me and then walk away. And I'm like, I think it's because I don't want to hurt someone's feelings by saying like, that's not a good idea. And I don't want to do that. So I'll be like, that's it. That's it. That is, that is her to a T. She'll do that. She'll go like, and to me, the funniest was in the truck when she go, and now you're quiet. Because <laughs> You got a boyfriend. Yeah, he's a DJ. And it was that, that quiet like it is now. <laughs> well, I didn't know if you were asking, like, I didn't know that it, you were upset because I had a boyfriend or if because I was dating a DJ. Either w- way, <laughs> acceptable to be upset about. I wasn't upset. But I, I was did, like, I'll just be quiet. I know. I, I, I wasn't upset. I just asked the question just to be asked, just to make conversation. And but the, but the fact that you said, and now you're quiet. <laughs> Man, I ain't gonna lie. That may have been the funniest shit ever because you went... <laughs> And now you're quiet. <laughs> then, and then, I was just trying to eliminate the silence that was happening. I, I was I, like, thanks for the pizza, man. See you later. We, we shared a pizza? We did. We shared a topper's pizza. And we got the, we liked the same toppings, I think. Or I lied. Jalapeno, pepperoni. No, no. I'm, I'm, I'm plant-based. Oh. So it, I, it was, I, I probably had half. Because I had mm. I had half mushroom. My thing my thing is mushroom, uh, spinach, and if I can, uh, garlic also. So sp- mm. spinach and mushroom are definitely mm. and with extra sauce. Sauce. Sauce, extra sauce. Always no, like you got to put all the sauce on there. When I'm from sauce New York. it up, baby. Sauce it, baby. Sauce put it. Put the cheese on there, the marinara, <laughs> every sauce you can get. Put it on my fucking pizza. But when you did that, God damn. I mean, to me, that was the funniest shit ever. I go... I fucking creeped her out. And I go, God, and that has been, that's that's been needling me for, you understand, years. Because I don't, because when you get a certain point in your life, like I hate to say age, but it's true. And like, you know, like comedy where, you know, at Helium or wherever I'm going, I'm usually the oldest comic there. And, and I'm not in a clique or a group. So it's like, I'm the odd man out. So, you know, 
I don't really care. To, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm not being an asshole, but it's like, I get it. I get it. I really do. But when I'm trying to get into conversations and maybe if I would have said something when I was like, you know, you guys' age, you'd have been like, oh, whatever. But when you say it and you're this age, it's like, oh, that was kind of creepy. I want you to know that um, no matter what age, I think all male comedians are a little bit creepy. Okay. I'll um, take that. And from you, it's like, we expect it, you know, like, <laughs> you're, it's like, okay, Mike, obviously he's going to be a little creepy. He's old. No, <laughs> But no, you've never like you've never made me feel any more uncomfortable than any other man. Okay, so. but no, I mean that's good. No, it's good because I'm, you know what? I'm glad you said it like that. When you go, you hit on me first, but then you find out that I was a comedian. You you pull back, which mm-hmm. is great. I'm glad you said that. So thanks. I yeah. mean, no, it's true. So that's yeah. what being a female comedian because guy comedians they get they they get laid from doing comedy. It's like. Maybe I don't know. You're giving me a weird look, like you don't. But guy comedians and get now laid. You're quiet, girl. <laughs> now you're quiet. Um, but girl comedians, as soon as they find out you're a comedian, they're like, "Oh, okay. I just won't even look at you ever again." So, oh, well, you mean well, comedians or regular or regular I think guys? Both. Regular I think guys. Both. Well, like being a female comedian does not get you laid, which I'm fine with. That's not why I started doing it. But it just like. Uh, yeah, I never feel like anyone's being like creepy towards me because well, I'm a comedian. Here's what it pisses me off. And I'm not even trying to act like I'm all this and that, but it, it pisses me off when dudes and I, man, the funny shit about your fucking site, about your Instagram, when dudes like say some bullshit, you clap right fuck back <laughs> at them because uh, the dude goes, you know what? I was into this. And then four seconds in, I heard your voice and I go, nah. And you go, oh, but you decided to follow me because I, I, man, Almost every post or somebody says some shit like that, you clap right back at You're like the Donald Trump of fucking <laughs> female comics. You clap right back at them. Well, because so many people tell you, don't read the comments, don't read the comments. Sometimes they come in so early that I'm like, mm, maybe I'll look at that one. And then it's always those like first like seven mean ones that I'll reply back to just to be like, just so you know. And then like people don't comment as mean things because they see like, oh, she's yeah, she, she does read these. She does say things back. Yes. Yeah, and it, I'm like, I'm not going to take it easy on you if you're going to say something mean to me. No, I And I'll go through, I'll like, I'll go as far as looking at your profile. I'll see what your girlfriend looks like, what your mom looks like. I'll find something to make fun of you for. Like, you'll come right back at him. Which I, I honestly, that's what I fucking loved. I go, oh, this bitch is fucking, that's the hillbilly in you coming oh, out. Oh, for sure. I fucking love that. You're like, okay, I'm going to find where you live. You're, you're, <laughs> you're, like, you're like the black, you're like the white Liam Neeson, the white female Liam Neeson. I got a certain set of skills. <laughs> I'm a hillbilly and, I, and I'll find you I'll find your site and I'll fucking do you in motherfucker <laughs> that's what you're like seriously that's the hillbilly you coming out it is yeah I, you don't let anybody talk bad to you wh- 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 where are you from again I mean I know you're from a small town right Liberty Indiana where's that at? it's uh, on the Ohio border super small town like 1500 well, people in it uh, in the whole town I did a show I featured uh, for Hannah Burner a few weeks ago no, it was last weekend. And in the crowd, there were 1,300 people. And I was like, this is the size of my town. Wow. Yeah. And wow. I mean, I, I wanted to fight every single one of them. <laughs> <laughs> That's the hillbilly you coming in. You rolled your sleeves up. Yeah, and I was like, no, who want to fight? I'm kidding. I didn't do that. Well, I don't know. That'd be so crazy if people like came and were cheering me on. And I was like, no, who wants a good knuckle sandwich? <laughs> Did you say knuckle sandwich? <laughs> who says that shit anymore? <laughs> who wants a knuckle sandwich? Why I oughta. <laughs> I fucking love Watching it. the Three Stooges is like a hillbilly etiquette. You know, like so that's like. I that's, grew up in Oklahoma, so I'm the same way. Three Stooges, when I grew up, motherfucker, man. Before you went to school. The three suit watching. Oh, who's your favorite? Mo, Larry, Curly, or Shrimp, or Shimp? I don't remember. Or Joe. Remember Joe was Joe was gay, but didn't admit it. I think it was Stop Curly. It. <laughs> remember, 
stop it. I was even as a kid, before you knew what gay were, you go, this motherfucker gay. <laughs> Seriously, me and my brother was like. You don't know what it is, but you're like, something fruity about him. Yeah, he did. He, always, he, had his, he had his pants up like, like, the, like Fred Mertz. They were up like this. And he'd be like, and you know, Mo would do his shit. He'd go, stop it. And he'd go, motherfucking gay. <laughs> that was back in the 70s when like, you that know. That whole show was like a little bit gay, which I love because like men loved that show. Like my dad loved that show. And my dad's terrified did. of being gay. So. <laughs> terrified of being, like, 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 what is he, is he about to go to prison? What the fuck? No, he's just like, he like is like, if you like, if you even say like, oh, that shirt is gay. He's like, I'll burn it in the trash right now. <laughs> Throw it out back. I don't need it. Well, you know what? It's just, but it, it, listen, there's something to be said about that generation. Cause my dad, how old's your dad? How old's your dad? Uh, 56, 57. Okay. Now around that same, I mean, you know, small town, whatever, small town do have a kind of like a small, you know, that, uh, you know, not open-minded at all, kind of mm-hmm. closed mind. But at the same time, a little is to be said about that was kind of men, menish. I mean, I, I don't get into like the macho shit in it, but in a way it's, in a way, it's kind of like eh, I kind of like that little like that kind of eh, you a, a like that bit. a little bit. Mm. I don't not not the homophobic part, but just yeah. a little bit of like trust me, man. When I grew up, and my, and my dad was the same way. My dad could have probably been a Black Panther, but he had to fucking you know pay for two kids and a crazy ass wife, mm. so he had to get a job. But <laughs> I came home, and his friend, his friend could have played. I think he had a trial with the Philadelphia Eagles, right? His dad, we called him Big O. He was like six four. He's a fucking specimen, even you know, big dude. And I I loved Rod Stewart growing up, right? So I had Rod Stewart's greatest hits. Now the cover is the color of your water thing. It, it's pink. What's and, like Rod Stewart's main song? Because yeah. I know who it is. Uh, but. Do you think I'm sexy? Uh, uh, if you, you want, want my money and you think I'm sexy, come on, sugar, let me know. No, okay. Let me know, baby. Yeah, my dad loved Rod, Roger. Oh, Rod, Rod Stewart. Stewart too. Okay, well, you know the the uh, the the rumor back then in the '70s was that he. Uh, Got sick and they, had a, they pumped his stomach and you know it was sperm in his stomach. <laughs> no, th- that was a rumor growing up. That was a rumor growing. Up. Okay. Is that possible? I don't know, but that, that's they said that. And, yeah. I was like, and I was like, yeah, whatever, right? But anyway, I, I got Roster's greatest hits. It was him in his satin pink robe like this, right? Satin pink robe like this on the cover, and he's he's like this, right? With his blonde hair, and I came home and. Big O came out the kitchen. Hey, little man, what you got? And I was like, no. Oh shit! And he picked it up and looked at it, and he and I remember his face going. And, you he, just, and he handed it back to me and turned around, and walked away, didn't say another word. Within three seconds, you saw your dad stop loving you. Yeah. Like that is so crazy. It's, Have you ever like saw the moment your dad stopped loving you? Like, it, it was because I feel like for me it happened over time. You know, like it was just like one, two, three things. Four, all of a sudden he was like, man. But you, what was your you had one. What was your progression of him stop loving you? <laughs> Mine was when I asked for Kiss Alive too as an eight year old. Ooh. I got Kiss Alive too, and it being in a small town Oklahoma, and he and ha- him having to go to Kmart and stand in line. We didn't have you know the the technical you know advances we have today. It was yeah. like go through a checkout, and boop, and he had to like. Yeah, Kiss Alive too as a grown ass black man in mm. Oklahoma, and he had to be like, "Oh my fucking son!" <laughs> yeah, what a letdown. So I think mine was when I, I went to Europe. My dad was like really against me going to Europe. Why? I don't know. He was like, "Something's gonna happen to you over there." He's like, ter- he's terrified that I live here in Indianapolis. Every time he's Why? like, "Is it because of black people?" Probably. Yeah. yeah, he's like, "You're gonna get shot." Well, I don't blame him. I mean, the older I get now, I go. It's not because of black people, no, but he is like no, scared that it. I'm gonna get shot no, at, all, at any moment. He thinks I walk out of my door and people are just like. What up, bitch? Like, he thinks that, like, 
every gas station I go to, there's a robbery. He's he's just one of those people. He's like terrified of the world. It'd be kind of funny if you did get shot in a way, and I get hurt. I mean, not like die, yeah. but if you did get shot and go, Daddy, guess what? I got shot. You know what I mean? What the fuck was that? The that was fuck? me getting shot. That was yeah. like, I wouldn't even get hurt. I'd just be like, shoot me again. <laughs> You're the Hoosier 50 Cent. Yeah. Shoot me, not die. You're fucking hillbilly. You ain't gonna fucking die. <laughs> no. Meth heads and hillbillies never die. Have you ever noticed that? Man, I, man, I just scared. I swear to God, I went to go get this costume, right? Just, just now, I went to the spirits, whatever it is. You know, it's a Halloween store for now. I mean, the next month, it'll be a firework place. Oh, yeah. I love a spirit Halloween. So, anyway, it was it was a woman who came in, and she was definitely a little methy, right? Mm -hmm. And, I mean, she's like maybe 98 pounds, right? She's with her... Uh, I guess her, hopefully it was her dad, her grandpa, hopefully. And she had a little girl with her. She put she put on a, a scary Halloween mask and go like, ooh, to her little girl. The girl was like, ah, oh, I wanted to say bad, so bad to go, you don't really have to put the mask on. <laughs> you're a grown ass woman that's fucking 98 pounds. I, you're scary enough as Your daughter is. been scared. <laughs> Just take her back home. Like, <laughs> I could go over your house and I wouldn't even be the scariest thing she saw. The, you want to take her to a haunted house? Just open your door. Yeah. <laughs> She goes to the haunted house. The daughter goes to the haunted house. She's like, Mommy, we're home. <laughs> <laughs> Mommy, you know these people? <laughs> that looks like your friend Robert. <laughs> how did you escape your small town? How did you escape it? And why? And like how? Like was it a job or you wanted to get out? Or you were different? Were you different? Um. Uh, so like when I like first was thinking about college and stuff, I wanted to go to cosmetology school in my hometown. Like I had this like whole like... My sister was a cosmetologist, then she went to prison, and then I was like... Oh, mm. shit, what'd you go to prison for? Uh, drugs. Okay. And then she, like, uh, keistered drugs into prison, and then when you do that, you have to go a lot longer. So she was in there for, like, a long time. So I kind of, like, lost that, like, role model thing that my sister had for me. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. And so I was like, maybe I won't do cosmetology, maybe I'll go to college. And I think, like, <laughs> choosing to go to college changed the whole trajectory, trajectory of my life, because I, like, I just went to Ball State, but it got me away from what I was used to. You exactly. Know? I mean, no matter what it is, for me, it was junior college. No matter what it is, whatever takes you out of that fucking town. Yeah. Honestly, to get you out of there, it's almost like that movie, All the Right Moves with Tom Cruise. Yeah. Whatever gets you out of that fucking town, man, and gets you on a different path, because if you stay there, you'll fucking die. I thought about, like, oh, I'd definitely be dead. Like, I know that I would have probably, like, gotten into drugs. It's, like, re really common in my hometown, really common in my family, and I know that I'm, like, not strong enough to like not to say no so i know like by this moment i would probably already be dead really had i stayed there oh for sure i was already going down like some bad paths like i was hanging out with like not great people in high school like i was kind of like a party girl really like oh yeah hanging out in trailer parks and stuff like <clears throat> if i could ch I i'll pull up a picture after this of me in high school you'll be like oh you were like the trashy girl <laughs> i was like the trashy hot girl you know what i mean dude i love honestly i grew up in oklahoma and i love trash here's what i like i love the cut off short shorts, yes. right? Barefoot, dirty feet. Oh, that was me to a T. Fucking. I have nautical stars tattooed on my hips. Like I was like I don't need to hear that. that girl. I don't need to hear that. Don't like hear I that. was like. <laughs> and thought you were hot. Yeah. Honestly, that shit, I can't say the dirty. I'm talking like in summer, their feet, and they were white. The, the, the girls were white, white. They were like hillbilly white. Yeah. But their feet were as black as yeah, me on the bottom. Yeah, Kroger feet. Kroger. <laughs> You know, from walking around the asphalt on a Kroger, they all got Kroger feet. <laughs> I never heard that before. Kroger feet. 
Kroger till I got after out of college. Seriously, out of yeah, college. Yeah, that's a very like Indiana thing. I, yeah, well, I, I can't say it turns me on, but it makes me go. Huh. I just remember growing up and I saw it and I was just like, huh. It always made me go, huh. It gave me a weird feeling. <laughs> I mean, it was a weird feeling. Like, I can't say it was, you know, I'm a rock, but it made me go, kind of like on, on Friday 13th when they called his name and Jason would go, Jason, he go, he would cut correct Yeah, like, like you were just like, why? Like, do I know you? You know what I mean? Why do I like that? Yeah. yeah. Well, how do you know my name? And, that, and so it was like, yeah, when I saw that, I was like, uh, and I remember one comedy club I was, I was at, and I think it was a waitress or whatever, and they were going out. And I was past my going out stage, but I went out for this bitch. And she had everything. That, I mean, she was, she had the fucking short shorts with the cowboy boots. That, that kind of cheap ass look. I fucking love that shit. Wait, and she had a pickup truck too. Guy, like, I do feel like guys like that. Like, it's, it's weird because girls were like, well, we don't want to look like that. But there's something about that like trashy look that guys are like, I'm not, I'm not saying I'm going to marry her, yeah. but like, <laughs> goddamn. <laughs> That's it. Exactly. Those I, shorts I, like I, with the cowboy boots. Mm. Like, you know, she. Yeah. I mean, there's. Yeah. I mean, she can help you like, but she also help if the truck breaks down. Yeah. She can help she'll you change fix the carburetor. It. Yeah. Like, you know what? You need a fucking new Allen wrench. She, she, she's yeah. Going yeah. In. She'll while be like, clean out the trunk, <laughs> pussy. Let mama do it. Like, while you're calling for, hey, can you guys on start? Could you get me a, uh, I need a tow truck. Don't get the tow yeah. truck. I got it. You know what yeah. she's fucking, Yeah. That kind of girl. She's like sparking two yeah. wires together. Like, move, bitch. Her, her fingernails are dirty. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, I like this bitch. But you know, she's you got get, two fake nails on still. She <laughs> pops them off different colors yeah <laughs> just like her kids <laughs> those are my favorite <laughs> like is that one mexican yep mm-hmm. and that one's black yeah mm-hmm. all right mm-hmm. i hate to talk shit about my sister but all three of her kids are different colors and like 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 not a huge shade difference but like one of them's real pale and then they just get like super just like more Italian Mexican as we go. <laughs> That's low key the funniest shit ever because truthfully, a mixed kid and a Mexican kid, kind of yeah. Like, like you're like, mm, uh, what are you? Yeah. <laughs> you ever have to ask your own nephew like, what are you? Uh, are you have been racist to your own nephew. <laughs> you're, you're kind of Bruno Mars this shit. You got to, you know, they got that Bruno Mars look, and one of them got the Steph Curry look. Mm-hmm. And they're all the same. Yeah, and it just kind of gives off like Native American. (laughs) (laughs) See, we're almost alike, almost. (laughs) Okay, so okay, so what? Do you have a trashy look that you go for in guys that you like? I mean, other than being a DJ. Oh yeah, like a line cook. Really? Oh yeah, like a real skinny, like like Pete Davidson. Yeah. Did you go see him? No, I didn't. Oh, you did? Mm-mm. Okay. You were working though, weren't you? Yeah, I was working when he was here. I did go see Matt Reif. I'm good. Uh, yeah, he was great, actually. Yeah. Really good. I hate the comics talk shit about I him. I know. I'm I mean, like, oh, you're mad because he's hot, man. To, you know, to me, that's just being a bitch, man. Listen, if somebody's more successful than you, 
that I can't say it's your fault, but just keep working at your shit That's, and you'll get there. If you talk shit about people, nothing good is going to happen to you. But if you concentrate on your shit, congratulate people yeah. for, for coming up. Honest, you should, man, because, hey, if you had, if you, you know, if you were doing your shit, concentrating on your shit, you shouldn't be talking about people. And if you're nice to them, like maybe you'll get something like like I'd rather be nice to a comic. And then they're like, hey, let me take you on the road. Let me do this for you. Like if you see someone doing better than you talk to them. Because like exactly. one, that's the best advice you can get, and two, like who knows what they like, who they know, what they know, like those are the best people to talk to. And if they shoot up to the top, they might go, "Hey, man, that motherfucker was always nice to me." Yeah, I mean, it was a real nice. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like it wasn't like a fake. Yeah, you know, it was like a real. Hey, can nice. you get me into this club? Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, don't do that. Just be like, just say, "Hey, man, how you doing?" But you know what I mean? It's like I'm, I feel that way with every every comic or just every person, really, man. If you're coming up, good for you. You know, obviously, I'm not doing what I need to be doing or whatever, whatever. I mean, you know, I got to concentrate on me. So yeah, I mean, I only talk shit about comics that are worse than me. But, <laughs> Would it be punching down? Why would you punch down? Why would you mm. punch down? Okay. Are there any comics that you know? Uh, I'm not talking like famous ones. Like no, no famous no. comedian is worse than me. I know that. Okay. Listen. <laughs> okay. You've been around. How long have you been doing comedy now? About five, five years? Four? Uh, four. Yeah. You, you've had a great meteoric rise. I mean, if on the bottom of my heart, you, uh, great. And I'm happy for it. I'm, I look at your success. I go, good for you. I'm, I'm bottom of my heart. I go, good for you. I'm happy for you. But has there been people that like... Um, and it's usually, it's always usually local mm-hmm. and it's always somebody you've been around enough and then you hear through the grapevine and then you don't know whether to believe it or not, but then you find out it's kind of true. That's been talking shit about you. I think I did more at the beginning. When I first started, I really did start getting shows really early. Like three months in, I was opening for you. Four months in, I was like hosting at Helium. Like I was really early doing some stuff that I probably was not ready for, but I was a female comedian. I was really nice and I knew the right people. Like... I was kind to everyone and I, I made my way kind of to the top a little bit quicker than I think some of the guys. So at first, yes, I had some people being like, oh, you're only getting that because you're pretty like to my face, not behind my back. Whoa. When you got to get credit like, for that? I was like, okay, uh, well, I'll see you on the other side then. Good and then you. I just like kept working and That's working. What you and now do. Good for you. I don't really get that anymore. Now, anytime I talk to someone, they're like, no, you deserve everything that you've gotten Good because for you. I like, I didn't do it by being an asshole. I didn't do it by like fucking anybody. I didn't do it by doing anything like that. I did it all by like putting my head down and being like, I'm going to do this because this is what I want to do. That's, and no, like no one can disrespect that, you know? That's good. Okay. Well, now where that work ethic come from? Because man, you do fucking great videos on your Instagram. They are fucking funny, but I know they take some time. So, but how did you decide to go that route also? Oh, I don't know. I think TikTok, when TikTok came out, I just saw other people doing it. And like, for me, if I see someone else being successful in something, I'm like, well, I can do that. So it was just like, if I can, if I can see somebody else doing it, I'm like, I can figure that out on my own. Okay. And so I also, I don't like asking for help. So I just started thinking of videos that I could do on my own without anybody else. Because a lot of times when you ask somebody, oh, do you want to be in this? You want to be a character in this? Like four months later, getting a group of comics together, the video isn't even relevant anymore. So I was like, I'm just going to do all this on my own. And that's the best way to do everything. And to me, if you do it on your own and you really strive, or whatever, you the help will come from other places. Or again, I mean, it really will. It's like I'm believe a universe kind of person that you put it out in the universe. And if you're working hard for something and it, it, like 
it'll come to you in a weird yeah. way. It, it comes to you. It, yeah, it's it, called manifesting. I, I manifest all the time. The best book to get, Project 369. Get Project that. 369? Yeah, it, okay. it, it's based off the uh, Nikolai Tesla, um, his book and his numerical, everything comes out 369 and everything numerically. And I think that's why they killed him. Like he had the answer to the universe. And I think mm. that's why they killed him. Yeah, 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 man. He, I really do believe in that number stuff. Like when I see one, 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 yeah, one. Yeah, he, he has that in his book. Yeah, I'm like, ooh, something good's about to happen. Yeah. And it does. Every time when I see that, I'm like, ooh, something's about to happen. It does. It actually works. Get that book. And it, it's a great book because, I mean, I get three times in the morning, you write what you want to happen. Say, say, I will get. A and you know I will get booked at a new club. Say yeah. Three times in the morning, six times in the afternoon, nine times a night before you go to bed. Yeah. Okay. Write that in the book. And man, you'd be surprised what happens. I mean, if you keep doing it and keep focused on it, because that's how it goes. You just keep saying this, saying this, saying, and then eventually, you'll be like, should I? See? I get a new fucking club. Yeah. Or even you know you specify like I, I want to work the Chicago Improv, whatever. Blah, blah, blah. I want to headline the Chicago Improv. Blah, blah blah. And you'll get like, holy fuck. I work with this guy. I like uh, work in the same building as this guy, Ricky. He's a motivational speaker. And he's like, what's one thing you want to do this month? And I'm always like, Ricky, shut the fuck up. Like, uh, you know, yeah. but he's like super motivational speaker. But he's like, Sarah, I'm being serious. Like, what's one thing you want to do this month? And I was like, I want to headline a, Chica a show in Chicago. And he's like, say it three times and then go do it. And I was like, all right, fine. And I did it and it actually worked. What did you say in the morning or what? How, how I like, I said it to him. I just said it to him. He's like, say it again. So, you know, he's a big motivational speaker guy. He's like, say it again. And I was like, I want a headline, a club in Chicago. He's like, yeah, no, go out there and do it. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and then I like how applied to a bunch of clubs and then I got one. I was like, oh, it was that easy. How long did it take? How long did it take? Maybe like a month. Good for you. Did you say it every day though? Focused on it? No, I really just said it with him that one time. Really? Yeah. And I, then I like did the work, you know, it was like course, I said course, it and then course. I did the work. Of course, of course. But man, just put it out there in the universe. If you, when you throw it out there, the universe hears you. Yeah. And, I, and if I, if, if you would have said this to me, like early, early on in my, you know, in just life period before the, cause I was around before the internet, if you, <laughs> and I'd have been like, whatever. But I knew through wrestling practice. Like, I remember saying, I always wanted to wrestle in college. My big thing was wrestling in college. And we had a hard wrestling practice in high school. And I remember having a break going. I told my friend, you know, I don't want to wrestle in college. And went back in, and I, and I hurt my knee, and I was out for half the season. I had to get my knee operated, and I go, man, the universe, here's this shit. I remember just oh, yeah. going, like, okay. And ever since then, I, I try to be, oh. I, hey, girl. <laughs> 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 All right. <laughs> we got a little show. I, I know. I was manifesting that. <laughs> But no. Oh, but, I'd hate for her to bend over. <laughs> but yeah, but that, but that's what it was. I mean, I remember going to the universe. Here's you. So I try to be cognizant of what I say, what I put out there. Yeah. I try to be all the time cognizant of what I say. And then like some things they manifest quicker and some things I'm like, what the fuck? And some things have happened like years later mm -hmm. that I said, to, and I put it out there. I go, wow. So it, the, the time frame on stuff is in, it's, it's not, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's not consistent, but it does happen. I think it just has to stay focused. Yeah. And that's the hardest thing. Oh, yeah. Especially when something goes wrong. Because, like, for me, when something goes wrong, I'm like, okay, well, it's over. End of that. <laughs> Fuck it. Like, I hate when something goes wrong because it really does mess with my mental health. Really? But then I have to be like, okay, no, one thing went wrong. That doesn't mean you don't have 10 other things going right. Let's focus on those. And then you redirect. I think that's kind of why I started doing... The videos and stuff online too because if I had a bad set or if comedy wasn't going well I didn't get booked it's like okay well, I'll do this okay and if my videos start doing bad I'm like well at least I can go to a mic like there's like I'd have different avenues to make me happy mm -hmm. now 
or feel like I'm doing something, I feel satisfied. So I don't ever feel like, <laughs> like you're not doing enough. Like yeah. you're failing. Cause for me, it's either you're doing everything or you're failing. There's no like gray area in my brain at all. Now, have you, have you had those sets though that made you go, fuck? Yeah. I mean, that made you go, you know what? Why am I even doing this shit? I think all the time, 90% of the stuff I do, I'll like be like, why am I even doing all this? Yeah. You know, you have those moments you're just like, what's all this for? Yeah. Yes. Like, but then I'm like, I would have that same feeling at any other job that I did. You know, if I was walking into an office nine to five every day, I'd be like, for what? Why are we all, like, why are we all doing half the shit we're doing? No, like not to get like fucking crazy in here, but <laughs> I don't know why anybody does half the shit we're doing. Like, and then they go, uh, Sarah, HR office, please. Sarah, yeah. HR office. And then I've got my cat. She just chills around all day. I'm like, why the fuck aren't we doing that? Her life seems way better. She gets fed. She shits in a litter box. <laughs> Eats wet food every once in a while. Like, what a life. Cats, I mean, pets and kids can are the biggest. They, I mean, they, they're like a succubus, but we love them regardless. Yeah. Cats I want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> Some days I'm like, why aren't we all just doing that? Animals are doing yeah. fine. Yeah. Living like that. Oh, well, oh, now, do you have a dog? You have a dog? No. Well, my roommate has a dog, so we have a dog at the house. Okay. But. Yeah, same here. Okay. Okay. So what's, yeah. your, what's your overall goal in this? Your overall goal? Like, in comedy? Yeah. I want to be a game show host. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, like on the big time, like, uh, like on CBS or yeah. like Price is Right? Ooh, I want to do Family Feud, which is going to be hard because I don't know if Steve Harvey's going to like die in time, but... Uh... <laughs> Hey, you put it out there. <laughs> if you manifest it, if you get a Ouija board and manifest it. Well, you know what? Honestly, think about, are there any female game show hosts? There's a few. But I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean and then that sounds sexist, doesn't it? But I mean, I'm not trying to be that way, but is there? There used to be this show called The Singing Bee on CMT, Country Music TV. Oh. And there was a woman on there. She hosted it. Uh, she was like a main character in the show Reba. And I fucking loved her in it. And I remember watching it and I was like, I want to be her. And this was before I said this was when I was a kid. Like I was like, I want to be like that. And my grandma and I would watch the game show network all the time. And she was like, you're going to be on television one day. That's going to be you. So it's just like that sat in my mind since that day. I... I think that's perfect. I mean, I feel bad for even saying that, but I'm like, are there any female game shows? And then now, and people, you know, talk about, oh, these times now are terrible. But I go, I go no, it's the best of times now. It, right now is because every avenue, every box is open for everybody now. Whatever you like sexually, whatever you think you are sexually, whatever, 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 there's a box for you. There's people for you. They all come out. You go online and find you find your group. And now, and now, especially, in, I think during the pandemic, the best time was Black Lives Matter and Me Too. And now, hope, I mean, granted, I think those same attitudes are still there, but you know, I think the, the doors are a little bit more open than they used to be, you know, oh, yeah. and now you can go through them. And I just think now is a great time, man. You all should, I think you should go to LA and just do that shit, man. I'm moving. When? In uh, March. God, I was just going to ask you. I'm not going to LA. I'm going to New York first. Okay. I want to get some reps in. Okay. To, to be a stronger comic? Yeah. I mean, yeah, New York. But, but like, yeah, I am ready to like move. I'm ready to like. That's what you should. I mean, yeah. no offense. But I mean, listen, I like Indy. I've been here since 2006. Yeah. And it's really, really, really trying to be something that, you know, other yeah. than what it is. But at the end of the day, it is what it is. Yeah. It's trying. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? But it's like, it's like a, a bigger, bigger than a college town, but like smaller than a city. And like, I love Indy. I really do. I have no reason to be here though. I have no family here. I have. Same here. Yeah. So, yeah. Like I'm, I literally, I'm so scared to leave this place for what? Like I have nothing here other than like the friends that I've created. 
from being here. And I'm like, I can still be friends with them and make other friends. So I think Indy is just one of those places it traps you in and it's like, don't you feel safe? Don't you feel, it's like a toxic relationship. Like you're never going to find someone like me. <laughs> don't you love just being able to like go to a McDonald's whenever you want? Like you're going to miss the Walmart. Like <laughs> not in Beach Grove. You won't. <laughs> <laughs> that's the one I go to. This is why, that's where the fights break out. Oh, that's the big that's one. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> You heard of, oh, so you've seen my work. <laughs> When's the last fight you got into? St. Patrick's Day. This year? 2021. Oh, like fisticuffs. Oh, yeah. Like oh, I, shit. What happened? I, so I had like really like not really been going out. I had kind of quit drinking. My friends convinced me to drink. They gave me an Adderall. So I'm like, like pumped up, right? Like chihuahua. And we go to this club that I used to go to, patron saint on, on uh, Meridian. I used to go there all the time. So I walk up to the front like I fucking own the place because I felt like I, I did. And I walk up to the front. I see a guy I know. So I'm like, oh, Jordan, like mm, me, let me in, like being a little bitch. And I was like, mm, let me in. <laughs> and this girl, she has to be over 250 pounds. That sounds about right. Andy. She grabs me and she said, you're not cutting me. And I said, you're not getting in here. <laughs> you don't know anyone here. It's St. Patrick's Day. I know the owner. I'm getting in here. And I like, I turned into like a little bitch because I was drunk and being an asshole. That girl <laughs> grabbed my head. And I like, I've been in fights where I win pretty often, but that girl grabbed, because I started to walk down the stairs. She grabbed my hair, pulled me all the way back, pulled me out into the street. My other little friend, she's like this little blonde girl. She's like trying to pull her back. Her friend comes up, starts smashing her face into the cement, like into the sidewalk, basically curb stomping her. And then I am just like getting like yanked across Meridian Street. I finally like, I take my shoes off. I finally like get my shoes off so I get some traction. <laughs> <laughs> so I have my shoes off in the middle of Meridian. And finally, I kind of like whip myself around and I finally like grab her hair and I'm like starting to pull it. And as soon as I like, I'm like, getting my bearings I just feel hands behind my back and oh. a police officer <laughs> came up and handcuffed me I was like oh my god I'm going to jail on St. Patrick's Day I haven't even drank in like three months I'm like this is this is why I don't drink this is what happens I go out I get arrested on St. Patrick's Day but they ended up saying like that girl like attacked her <laughs> blah 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 she didn't do anything wrong I got off, but I still had to stand in handcuffs with no shoes on on Meridian Street for 40 minutes. You sound, so. like, you sound like a black girl to me, man. Yeah. The girl was black. I, oh, I'm was not. she? Yeah. Oh, oh okay. I was going to say that, actually, but I was like, that don't sound right. But okay, good for you then. Man, I, you know what? I, I think don't sound right. You shouldn't be fighting her back. Like, <laughs> what are you thinking? <laughs> The fact that you said you took your shoes off to get some traction. God <laughs> damn. That's straight up hood shit right there. I took my shoes off to get some traction. Motherfucker. That's the line. I took my shoes off to get some traction. You have to. The fact that you fight, fuck. I mean, that I mean, from afar, yeah, that's hot. But if like going out, like, no. Nah. No, like I was like a problem there for a little bit. Like people did not want to go out with me. Well, duh. Yeah. But like when I was younger, like that's how you solved problems. Like when I was a kid, we were just like if something was wrong, you're like, okay, shut up. And you put and you put your hands out like that's that's how you solve problems. 
I didn't know any better. Oh my god. Look at the me like you already know. know I actually When I was hot. younger, that's how you solved the problem. My God, that's the funniest shit I've ever heard you fucking say. When you're younger, that's how I you got in my first fight when I was in I was in ninth grade. This girl was like bullying me for like three months. Finally, it's my mom, my grandpa that had just had a stroke like four months before. So yeah. he can't walk. And my two cousins. And they're both older than me. And we go and we're going sledding. And she's there. She's at the little park that we're sledding at. And you can just hear her like yelling at me from like the other side of the park. And so my cousins, my older cousins are like, all right, Sarah, you're going to go over there. You're going to say a word. You're just going to deck her in the face. That's how we're going to solve this. You're going to punch her once. And that's it. They're like, it's going to be over. You won't have to worry about her anymore. And I'm like, okay. I'm literally like 14. I've never like been in a fight, but I'm a competitive gymnast. So I'm like hillbilly strong and also just like athletically strong as well and I don't realize this so we go up to this girl she's like you know like running her mouth as soon as we like get up there and I look at one of my cousins and they're like (laughs) and I literally just like hook her she like falls into the car I'm like taking her head against the tire and finally my mom's like that's enough that's enough my grandpa with the stroke is like all right get her up get her up (laughs) And so that was the first fight. That's when I realized I'm like, okay, I know how to fight. <laughs> God damn. God damn, this is funny as fuck to me. I fucking love it. I think I would think I'm talking to one of my family members now. I swear to guess what it feels like. It feels like I'm talking to my mom in her younger days. <laughs> my mom was the toughest one in the whole family. She had like four sisters and she and I thought my Aunt Rosetta was until my grandpa goes, nah. Your mom was the toughest of all sisters. Matter of fact, she whooped, she whooped uh, Rosetta's ass. Like, oh, you said she goes, yeah, you go, your mama. <laughs> yeah, my mom was my mom was a bad bitch. My mom, I seriously, my mom and daddy used to get in the fights. And uh, this is how young I remember I was. I remember I walked out naked to see what was going on. And my aunt Pat was like, <gasps> she looks, she goes, like, she just looked at me like, I must have not have been like, you know, fully grown because she was like, <laughs> you know, so anyway. Yeah, she was, wasn't like scared. Yeah, she was, yeah. I was <laughs> and I just remember my mom and dad were getting in a fight. And both sides of the family came, I guess, to make sure, you know, it was even, I guess. Yeah. And my mom had a baseball bat. And, and I just remember her gripping like this. Oh, going, yeah. She was like, come on, motherfucker. And, like, yeah. and my dad was talking. She dad, was probably like in a nightgown and slippers, too. Yeah. And she was talking shit. Had her bonnet on. Like, come on, bitch. And my dad was talking shit, but he was steadily bagging up. And he was saying, my dad was still talking shit. Like, yeah. And I just remember him, you know, I'm a kid. But I just remember him talking shit like this and that. And he was bagging up around the car. And my mom was choking up on the bat like, yeah. And I remember I'm going like this. And wanted to swing, and both sides of the family, like, I just remember both of them converging on my mom and taking the bat from her. And that's the last I remember, but I remember, like, yeah, both sides of the family. Yeah, so, she's yeah. scared. You, you guys should be scared of her. <laughs> I love a strong mom, though. I think that raises strong people, and I think it raises comedians. Heel Billy Strong. Mother, you don't hear that shit. You hear Boston Strong. Uh-uh. You hear Paris Strong. I've never heard Heel Billy Strong. <laughs> <laughs> It is. It's like a different type of strength. <laughs> is it like it's like a, scrappy, yeah. you know? It's like scrappy strong where you're like, you're not scared. You're not going to like pull out a gun or anything, but you're going to like. Yeah. You're going to fight. You're going to mm-hmm. stroke. Mm-hmm. That's how we solve problems. That is fucking great. <laughs> that is fucking God damn. That's funny. Take them out back and, and you fight and you settle it. And then, and, and then whoever wins. They know. They I mean, know. seriously, when, when, you know what? In a way, it sounds bad in this kind of fucking pussy kind of society, but it's actually the truth. You fight, you get beat up, and you go, you know what? Maybe I was being an asshole. Uh, yeah, I just did it. When I was telling you about the patron saint one, that girl beat my ass, and I was like, you know what? Maybe I was being a little, 
um, inconsiderate, skipping her in line. Yeah. Maybe I was feeling myself a little too much. Yeah, <laughs> maybe I was being a little a little cunt. Like <laughs> I'll say it. Like I was like I was like, excuse me. I know. Did you go apologize? I know the honor. Did you go apologize? No, I didn't. I didn't apologize at all. Uh, have you seen her since? I don't know who. It was just a stranger that I was being mean to. Man, well, it'd be great if you just saw her. Like, if she was in the audience when you were doing a show, and she goes, and y'all locked eyes. Would it be great? She's like, <laughs> no, she goes, you remember me? And you'd be like, oh, shit. <laughs> or, you know, the fact that you guys stroke, she might be like, you all right, white girl. You never know. <laughs> you never know. Black people like that. Once you, once you fight them and show like you ain't afraid, they're like, hey. You okay. Respect. You're okay. <laughs> you get my deuce. You know what I mean? Especially if they, if they win. Like, she'd probably be like, you're not going to do that again, are you? Yeah. Like, well, just the fact that you stroked with her, man. I mean, I, but I don't know how girls, I mean, dudes are kind of like that. Like, hey, man, we fought back in the day, blah, 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 we're good. But I don't know how girls are. Are girls like, do they hold a fucking grudge like that forever? I don't think so. I don't know. The, anybody that I've like gotten in a fight with, we just like stopped communicating. <laughs> like, it's just like, that's the end of it. So I don't know if it's like, where like, we hate each other, but it's just kind of like, that was the end of that. Like. God damn. I also have like only like fought white girls so <laughs> other than the girl that beat me up so uh so you're undefeated until the black girl yeah <laughs> somebody's old must go no. <laughs> i learned my lesson sorry about that but she did out with you she brianne was. jade shelby Brittany. uh Brittany, i'm so sorry for what i did to you um i understand that must have hurt really bad Damn. I feel like I know you so much better now. <laughs> oh my god! I feel like I know. It's not like we're bonding now. You know what I mean? We're I'll show you the video after this. There's a video of it. Are you serious? Of the one on Meridian Street. I fucking want to see that shit. Yeah. I definitely want to see that shit. <laughs> god damn, that's fucking hilarious. That's fucking funny. I always say podcasts always reveal who the person. If you really watch it and and, and read between the lines, whatever podcasts reveal who the person really fucking is. Yeah, like your off stage real yeah, personality. Because, yeah, I mean it really does, and I'm, and yeah, now I'm getting a better feel for you, and it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> I mean, honestly, now it's like you're like that's why you're funny. Okay, now I get it. It, 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 no, that's why you clap back. That's why it makes sense now. You know what I mean? Because I mean, I was like, oh shit, she got a little. You know, you clap back at him, and so. From, you know, your social media, like, okay, okay. But now from these stories, now I understand that. I can't believe there's people that don't clap back. Well, because sometimes you go, eh, fuck it. You know what I mean? Like, sometimes I'll let, like, uh, every now and then I'll have, like, a comment get on my nerve and uh, a comment. And I go, should I go back? And I go, because to me, there's nothing that makes you feel like stupid and arguing with somebody online where the thread just gets, you know, you know, gets longer and longer. You go, man, this is stupid. I normally just do, like, one. One yeah. comment and then that's it. Yeah. And then I just end it at that. But if they keep going, and I go, okay, then, no, it, then it takes all of I'm not going to go back and forth. Yeah. Like, I'm going to give you my one comment. That's all you get. Take it or leave it. Now, does it piss you off when guys say shit like, you know, women comments ain't funny or oh, a comment or oh, a woman comment talking about sex? That's that's original or whatever. It's just on every single one at this point that I'm like, is there like is there like a Facebook group where they're like, hey, I saw a female comedian post on Instagram. All of us right now. Hurry. <laughs> Gather the troops. <laughs> Tell her she's not funny. She's wearing something stupid. Like, where's the funny start? Like, they like have like what their lines because it's always the same lines. When does the funny start? Females only talk about sex. Oh, another female talking about how she's a whore. They're always the same comments, and it's always from the same dude with no profile picture. Or if he does have a profile picture, it's like they all look the same. They're all balding and overweight. So I'm like, sir, like, does it get to you though? Every now and then. 
every now and then or you just keep going it depends on how many comments total if it's like a viral video mm -hmm. and there's like thousands of comments and every once in a while i'll see one of those i'm like all right but if it's like a video that didn't do very well and it only has like 15 comments on there and two of them are mean i'm like because then i'm like wait was this just a bad video like are they right that's the only time i ever but if it's like a super funny viral video yeah. and then you've got dudes on there like saying shit i'm like well you're just it's a jealousy thing. But sometimes I'm like, okay, that may have just been a bad video and he may be right. And then I get a little upset because then I'm just upset at myself. I'm not upset at the guy. I'm mad, I'm mad at myself because yeah. I'm like, maybe I put out a shitty video, yeah. you know? Yeah. I mean, it happens to me. How many videos you put out a week? I try and put out at least three a week. Ooh, that's a lot of time. How, how, how long do they usually take average? It really depends. Like some of them take like a few hours and some of them take 15 minutes. Like it really, I try and like... You know, like editing a podcast, that takes me like a long time because I'm like going back and forth, figuring out what I want to post on it, which the podcast ones never even do the best. Sometimes the ones that do the best are me talking in my car where it took me 10 seconds because I'm just like, oh, I have a thought. Like I have a thought that has to get out. Isn't that weird? And I put my phone up on my steering wheel and I just say this thought to the camera and then I don't even think about it. I click send. And then those ones are the ones that have like 9.5 million views that I'm like, that that's all I had to do. Like, why was that? Why did I spend three hours editing that video last night when I just had to, like, say something stupid to the camera? It's weird, but I think it, it's almost like when you've done a joke for so long and it's not getting the reaction that it normally gets. Mm -hmm. And then you do a new joke and the crowd feels electricity and you can't really, like, put your finger on it. But they, it's almost like they know it's a new joke. You yeah. don't tell them. It's almost like they know. It's like. Okay, that's a keeper. But, you know, that energy from a neutral. I don't yeah, because you have the energy. So sometimes, maybe it is that. When I, like, put something out that's fresh on my mind. Yes. It's like, they can tell I didn't overthink it, didn't overwork it's, it. It's coming from uh, the, uh, just uh, your train of thought. Yeah. Uh, or at the top of the dome. And yeah. I think they, uh, I think the they appreciate that. It's top of the dome. I'm, <laughs> I'm going old school. But, yeah, it's the truth, though. But, I mean, it's like, sometimes, though, those unfiltered, and they can tell it's authentic. And it's like, boom, when you're fucking pissy and you come out yeah. on the mic, like, oh, she's really pissed. And then you try to replicate it and they can tell it's a little bit forced. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's almost like when the big comics, you know, like the, the big, big comics who sell out arenas, I feel like they've grown, but they they feel like, I feel like they have to feel like they have to go back to the well and be that person and they're not really that person anymore. Yeah. Like if they're like an angry person. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like there's comics I see like. When or they, were, they like grew up in the South and like, you know, grew up in like the, the suburbs of Tennessee, but now they live in a mansion and they're trying to like go back to their roots and it's like, and they're not that person Just like anymore. be the person you are because that's that's what you're going to be most relatable with, you know? It be, it's like in a way, in a way, and it's the way I make myself feel better. It's like, hey, I'm kind of glad I'm not a name comic. That way I can, you know, do other shit. Because, I mean, it was, I had Still to. Still be relatable. Yeah, because I, well, I had to white on here. And he was telling me how there was this comic. He said it was a clean comic. I think it was a Christian comic, whatever. But he goes, they were like miserable because they wanted to talk about their stuff, but like their core fan base, and he's like, a, I guess a big time comic, wouldn't let him do that. So he writes other jokes, I think, for other people that are kind of dark, kind of edgy, but he can't do it. So he's kind of trapped within his own, you know, success. Yeah. And that has to suck because if you want to do jokes like that, but you can't because it's like, ah, uh, it's not. Oh, yeah, you I know? hate that. And so in a way, it's kind of cool to be. Kind of like a no name, you know, in yeah. a way, in a way. Because yeah. I mean, now I know what I am. Like, if a comic, and if they get me, they're going to get a, a comic. Hey, people leave going, and that was fun, right? But I'm not going to be a draw. I'm not a draw, but they'll get me like, hey, he's nice. He had a good time. But every time, like, somebody comes to your show, I, I promise you, everyone's always like, he was great. 
Oh, thanks. I appreciate it. I mean, it's like, but I kind of know what I am now. I mean, that's all these years. You know what you are. And it, it hurts. I mean, but I got nobody to blame but myself. So it's like, it is what did it is. Did you ever think about moving? I did. I mean, you understand. I, I started out doing comedy, uh, you know, I'm from Oklahoma, but I started out in Kansas City. And then uh, did that summer, I went to Chicago to do comedy. Mm. Then went back to Oklahoma. Then went back, back to Chicago. And then I never liked Chicago. And then I, and then I moved to uh, Dallas, lived out of my car for three years, then moved to L.A. for like 10, 15 years. And oh, then that's shit. when I came here. Okay, so I it's like, that. Yeah, so it's like, you know, after a while, you kind of got to realize what, but don't get me wrong, I still try. Yeah. I still fucking try and put the effort in, but after a while, you got to realize what you were. I'm like, I'm like a Ryan Fitzpatrick of comics. You know, like he's not a, he's not the quarterback you really want to, but, but, but he'll get he'll you get in the, the playoffs. Done. He'll get you in the playoffs. <laughs> like, hey, way to go, Ryan. He got to get the new contract. Eh, hold on. <laughs> Let's see who's going to be in the draft. You know what I mean? And, and then you go, can I get the new contract? Tell you what, we'll sign you a one year <laughs> and they're looking around for other people. Hey, is Tom Brady still retired? Fuck. You know what I mean? But that, that's what it's like. So I realize what I am. And I still put the effort in. I still fucking try. But, you know, it is what it is. That's why, you know, but it's all on me. That's why I don't get mad at comics who are coming up and getting that, you know, getting that shine. Like, hey, man, good for that motherfucker. You yeah. know, if you can, there's comics I don't like as a person, but I'm glad they got success. Yeah. And it's almost twofold when I'm like, man, like somebody like you. I'm like, like you as a person, like you as a comic, you're getting success. Good for you. I saw you open up for that girl. I go, man, fucking good for her. <laughs> and I mean that, man. And I was telling why today. I said, you know what? Because I saw one of your posts. You go. You know, you were uh, the first time, I think it was for our show, you you were put on the flyer. Oh, and you yeah. were really, hey, I'm doing a show and my name's on the flyer. And my face is on the flyer. And then for that show in Chicago, I think your name's on the yeah. flyer again. So, you know, I thought that but was like great. For that one, it was like for a guest spot. And then for the Chicago one, I was headlining it. And I was just like, yeah. I remember the first time I was even on a little get, my name was in, in a little corner, you know? And I was like, I want a fucking flyer. Yeah. And like the feeling like never goes away. You know, those feelings just continue. And but that's, that's how I simple. feel about moving. I'm like, you know, you can always move back. Like everyone's like, oh, if you move back, you failed. It's like, no, you didn't. I don't think you failed. You just reset, maybe set, reset your goals. And because yeah. now, I mean, it's like, I look at it now. If you just don't give up, just don't give up. You got to find, okay, find your lane. Because sometimes you, it's so big, you'll get, you can get lost in the shuffle. Yeah. You, know, you get lost. But, and the hardest thing for, at least for me, is it's all, it all my fault. You know, I didn't stay focused. But now I know where I want to be. I know what I like now. You know, I know where I'm going for. So, you know, when I'm in town, you know, with the weeks I'm here, Monday and Wednesday, I'll go down to Louisville, take my acting classes. Yeah. You know, uh, I, you know, uh, I love going to movies. So I do my movie, minute movie review on TikTok, which has got like 30, almost 40,000 fans, nice. 40,000 yeah. followers. So I know what I am now. And so, you know, it's not that I'm not striving to try to be better, but it is what it is. And, you know, and I still have, I have had what, three or four specials from dry bar to that open bar yeah. to uh, helium. So it's like, you know, you still put the work in and people still recognize you. So, yeah. you know, and for you to do what you're doing, good for you and i hope it works out but you know yeah if you go back you still maybe have to just readjust i mean i think yeah. sometimes it does it mind fuck you a little bit like okay yeah. okay okay back to the chiropractor yeah like doing what you do yeah now are you doing full you know full-time right comedy full-time right i just went down to part-time at my job on friday and where's your job what's your job uh i do i'm the creative producer at an advertising agency so really? it was yeah it was it was like kind of a big job um but i bet i mean they're super kind to me, but best job I've ever had in my entire life. Best company. They supported me through everything. Even when I interviewed, he was like, I want you to know that if you ever have to leave here for your comedy career, we're not going to be mad at you. 
So I was like, okay, perfect. That's cool as shit. So I went down to part-time. I do like a lot more like consulting and stuff now. And what does that uh, mean, consulting? And that's a white guy's term. I know, it is. It, it is. It really and really, is. it's so, and like sometimes even when I'm doing it, I'm like, I can't believe you guys are paying me for this. <laughs> but I'll just like uh, tell clients like what's trending on TikTok, what trends I'm seeing, what sounds I'm seeing that are doing well. Um, if there's like a cap cut overlay that's doing really well. Um and then like give them suggestions on videos that they should do. And then sometimes I'll actually produce them. But a lot of times, like I'm just like telling them what to do now. So it's like, it's like you don't have a job, but you just kind of tell people, hey, this is what's happening. Yeah. So it's, a, it's like a white guy's term for I'm semi-unemployed. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, that's exactly what it is. I'm part time. It's kind of like when white guys sell weed, but it's medical just, marijuana. Like, I don't think they wanted to lose me and I really didn't want to lose them because you never know what's going to happen. Like right now, I'm like pretty successful in comedy and I can you know, start to branch out and do only comedy stuff. But you never know. You like, never know. You never know what lane you're going to be in. So like, I wanted to stay with them. They didn't really want to lose me. So it's kind of worked out for both of us for me to just stay on part time. But does it handicap you in a way? Because I mean, you, you do have that fallback. You know, like, okay, is comedy going well? Eh, fuck it, I'll fly back to this. I mean, I'm just, oh, I'm just asking. I, don't, I know. don't think so. I actually think it's better for me because it does like, because I try and get everything done first thing in the morning. So I'll work like, eight to 10 mm -hmm. on like work stuff. And then after that, it's like, don't try and get a hold of me. And if you do, like, I'll probably get back to you around like three or four. And then I work on my own stuff, but it gets me out of bed. It gets me going. I go to the gym. I do all the stuff that I need to do. And then the rest of it goes to comedy. But I think if it was only comedy, I yeah. probably, I'd be like, fuck it. I don't have anything to do till 8 PM. Like, why would I even get up? There you go. Yeah, that's, uh, I can see that. I can see that. I like that. I like that idea. I've always wanted something kind of like that in a way, mm -hmm. you know, where it's like, but to me, I, I, I kind of still want it to be related to this. I mean, you yeah. know what I mean? I still want it to be related because I, I, I fucking love entertainment. Yeah. I mean, that's my whole, everything about it, everything, everything about the creativity of it, the, you know, the lanes you can find to, For sure. you know, I, I love it. You're never going to be able to just have like a job where you go in nine to five. You're that, like, you've passed that. You've, you're never going to be able to I, have that. I would that. kill myself. Yeah. I, I really will. Honestly, I, yeah. Now, I, I'm at the stage of my life now where I get it now. I mean, like we, somebody, like, you know, over 50 years. <laughs> no, I get like, I get it. No, I talked to a dude before because, I mean, yeah, I get, because somebody that wake up like, I don't know, I had this nostalgia look. I was thinking back on shit and I go, yeah, I remember, man, it used to be a club I used to go to. Now it's a, you know, Halloween place. I don't know. Yeah, but, you know, Halloween. Yeah, you go, eh. And I go, you know what? I get it now. <laughs> like, I get it now. Like, I don't, now I won't be sad because, yeah, like you've lived your life, you had a good time. You know, some things didn't work out the way you wanted to. Eh, fuck it. It's time to go. I mean, now I get it. It's not that big of a deal anymore. You know what I mean? Like, oh my God, that person killed himself. Maybe they kind of, you know, maybe they were like, eh. And I it's did. like not in a bad way. They were like, I did it. Yeah. So like I'm done. Yeah. Let me get these sleeping pills. Let me tell this person how much, you know, hey, did you think I was a creep? You didn't? Thanks. Okay, boom. And you, <laughs> the and you cash out. God damn, Sarah. This was fucking fun. I mean that from the bottom of my heart. I knew it would be, though. Yeah, I knew it would. No, I knew it would be because I, you know, I, I like. I, I feel wish like I would have quit touching my leg, but <laughs> don't say that. Now I'm like, did I do that? Was I? I, I, I didn't do that. Did I? I didn't do that. Did I? I didn't do that. Did I? I because I, I liked in the very beginning. She goes, because you hit on me, and then you say, oh, you're a comic, and then like I like, oh shit, you know, the boss's wife. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> Now, what, what did I say when I hit on you, by the way? What did I say? I really don't remember. I just remember being, you were like, ooh, you like, you, ooh, you wore like fancy boots here or something. And then like, you were like, I like those boots. I like when girls wear boots like that. And I was like, okay. 
<laughs> and what did you think? What did they you were think? Snakeskin boots. I do remember that. And what did you think? Okay, what, what did you think for real when I was doing it? You like, oh, this motherfucker. What well, you- I knew that you were the guy that I was opening for. So okay. like in my head, I was just like, he doesn't know that I'm like opening for. He doesn't know who I am. Okay. Because okay. like, why would you? You know, like. Okay, but okay. okay. So I was just like, I'm gonna let him talk. Speak his thing. <laughs> Speak your truth. I'll let you. And then I'm gonna reel you in. Let you know that. I'm, and then I was like, who knows what's going to happen? Maybe he'll be like even more creepy. But no, you you <laughs> like you pulled back. You said, oh, I'm so sorry. I hope you do well tonight. And then and then you've been supportive ever since. Like you really have been like one of those people. Every time I see you, you're like, you're doing great. So proud of you. Like and not in a creepy way. Promise. Like you're like, you're fucking killing it out there. Keep going. And like for real, it's people like you that like I'm like, you know, someone that like I got to like open up for you first time and then just hear you be like, you're fucking killing it. I'm so proud of you. I'm like, I don't know what this is. This is me just like, Keep doing it. <laughs> I am autistic. <laughs> God damn, I think that was fucking, but that, that and the, and now he goes silent. And now we're silent. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, if you get a chance, follow her on Instagram at Sarah Pop-Tarts. Sarah Pop-Tarts. Sarah Pop-Tarts, yeah. How'd that come up? Uh, it's, it, I literally made it up when I wasn't, when I had, I wasn't even a comedian. I was just like, mm, Sarah Pop-Tarts, that's funny. <laughs> and then now I just have to live with that because like I kind of like grew really quickly. Like I went from like 4,000 followers that were my friends to like 25,000 in like two weeks. And so I was like, well... Guess I'm sticking with that. And then Good now here we are. And you deserve it, baby. I mean, that. Matter, matter of fact, she deserves every all her accolades. She's funny and she's fucking goofy. And now, you know, she can fight. The fact you said, so I <laughs> took my beat up at a show. Now. I took my shoes. I took my shoes. I was like, get more traction. Like, God damn, this bitch is about to stroke. So, yeah, man, that you'll get so many black followers now. <laughs> you shows me 50, 50. Now. You I watch. mean, no, I already have a because I did that. Mal, I put that mouth swab joke yeah. online. Yeah, my yeah, a lot of black uh, black followers. Now? Yeah. Oh shit. Okay. Well. Yes, well, now that it's a, just gonna keep increasing, <laughs> which I love. Like black crowds are my favorite crowds to perform in front of. So like, keep keep following me. You have, you ever had a black boyfriend? No. You hooked up with a black dude? Yeah. Really? Like all the way black or half? Or all mixed? the way black. Or mixed. Oh, all the way black. Black black. Yeah. Oh shit. God damn. Okay. But that was like in college, you know. Uh, I was every, like, everybody fucks a black guy in college. But like, yeah. Even black dudes fuck a black dude. <laughs> <laughs> No, when I was like in high school and stuff, there were no, there was no diversity. Right. There was there was no options. I'm not kidding. There was well, not one Trust ethnicity me, other than white. Not Asian. Not Mexican. Nothing. Could All you, white people. But did you like? Could you couldn't like? I can't wait to fuck a black or like ah oh, black and then fuck one. I'll fuck one now. No, it was more so like I was like. Uh, like for the longest time, like only attracted to white people because it was the only people I had ever seen. Right. Like I had no idea there was other options. And then there was like this kid in college that I was just like we worked together and like we liked each other and. You know, didn't work out, but we like we, we had a good time. Yeah. Now you will get an increase in your black. <laughs> 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 now it's gonna be Sarah P. <laughs> man, god damn, what a good fucking time this was, man. Hey, if you guys get a chance, follow her, Sarah Pop Tarts on Instagram. Uh, and your and follow your Fucking uh, podcast is hilarious. It's uh, Beauty and the Breakdown, right? Yep. Beauty and the Breakdown. And who's your partner? Heidi Fell. Man, she's funny. Tell her I said she's funny. I like her I too. Know. I think you guys are a great pairing. Great pairing, man. I th- so I'd say that to her because if she meets me, I don't want to think she- I'm creepy. So <laughs> warn her in advance. What's your biggest fear? Is it being creepy? Yeah. 
<laughs> it really is now. It really is now. Now I, I shut the fuck up a lot now. Like if like we're if we get into the green room at the helium and you're there and like being comedy, I'll just shut the fuck up now. Cause I now I feel like I'm, don't do that. Don't I, do that. Don't I, let I, me. I don't let my jokes make you think that I uh, actually think any of this. Like I'm I'm just fucking with you. Well, yeah, you're well. Well, hey, now that I know you can fight, man. Like this, black following. You know what to do. <laughs> Make her hood famous. <laughs> Sarah, thank you so much for coming on, thank baby. I you. appreciate that. I'm BT. This is Tales from a Gemini. My guest, Sarah Pop Parts on Instagram. Follow her. Follow her at the Beauty and the uh, Breakdown podcast on YouTube. Yep. Trust Spotify me. podcast. Yeah. yeah, hilarious. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Thanks, thank you guys BT. for watching. And you know who I say about this time. You know the word. Pay. Do I have to do that? <laughs>